Listener Production. You're listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher. A place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. We're back on home soil together again. I've had a little break. Elodie held down the fort. She did a very, very good job. I'm super proud of you. Have you ever listened thank to the you. episodes? I did listen to one of them. Which one haven't you listened to? I listened to the Faye one and I listened to the Lucy Hone one. I loved that Lucy Hone episode, by the way. So you've listened to them both? That yes. Lucy Hone episode was so good. It was. She's actually amazing. I'm going to do the online post-traumatic growth course with her frothing. I think it'll be really good for me. I think it's actually like the therapy I've been needing. Yeah. I, I, like I haven't seen anyone in ages and like done shit like that, and like like unraveled. Yeah. Like I haven't done stuff like that in forever yeah. and I just think it's like time. Speaking mm-hmm. of therapists, I actually remember last time I was like, I'm going to go see a therapist. Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw a therapist and it reminded me that it's not it, it's, hey. It's not it. Well, we're going to not hit the mark. Yeah. I left and I was like, what? We're obviously going to get into what you've been up to and like your panchakrama, whatever the <laughs> fuck that cleanse is called, panachanka, yeah. that thing you did, the five-day thing. Yeah. We'll get into that. But it's like it's more about that kind of shit for me and mm. you obviously personally, like more about like the experiences, the integrating like our lives with more like it's not just like me sitting with someone and yeah. going blah, 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 blah. I genuinely don't know what I was going in there to get out of it. I thought that I was going to go in there and I was going to speak to this woman about all my shit and the prospect of potentially not being able to have my own child. And like, I actually now sitting here thinking, what was I expecting her to do to make things different? And now I'm like, "Mm, there's actually nothing. And I, Mm. and I thought we're the same. And we've talked about therapy so much. And I don't think, I don't know what I thought was going to be different, but you know, some, it works for some people, but then I seriously could have done the exact same thing as what I did with her to like a stranger at the coffee shop because she didn't like, I didn't really get too much out of it. But anyway, I thought that something was going to change. Something was going to shift in my mind and like my mental health, it was going to improve by seeing someone. But I don't know, maybe it's just like this cliche thing where it's like, see a therapist, they'll fix you. But maybe you can't just go and see someone for Mm. one time and think anything's going to change. That's why I was like, do I need to do this consistently? Anyway. It's the ones that take you by surprise, like that cleanse you know, that you did or the, like you said, you run into someone at the cafe and you have like this really interesting chat. You, someone just asks you the right question and you're like, fuck, I leave feeling so much lighter. Like Faye came over the other night, like literally to drop off a cream for my face after I had that crazy thing done mm-hmm. and ended up doing some, pulling some cards oh and my... doing ha- sound healing. And I'm like, your eyes those... actually look amazing. Now that I now that I'm looking at you closely in person, Do this you, chick is the biggest fucking lol. I've been hanging out with you. I for know, but three I haven't days. sat this close to your head on the podcast. She's like, oh, by the way, you look. 
No, I'm not even lying. I haven't. I, we don't Thank sit you. face to face, like cheek to cheek, this often. Well, we quite. We try to stay as far away as possible. <laughs> but your eyes actually do look amazing. Thank you so much. I've actually got guys. This is not sponsored, <laughs> but a hundred percent. So Faye did the fibroplasma lift or something like that. Yeah. And it does something where she. Um, Anyway, the, it's like a little burning thing. It burns like little dots, and yeah. it like and it. Um, I looked like I had that tribal tattooing on my eye. It's multi, like it's heaps and heaps and heaps of little dots, and as the, it's burning the skin, it's like sculpting the skin and like getting Singing. it tighter. Yeah, it's going tightening the skin. Then, yeah, so my eyes like dead set. Like yeah. there's, there was definitely wrinkles there. Hey, here, like a hundred percent. The before and afters are crazy. Mm. I actually really want to get it done. Does it hurt though? It fucking killed really? Chloe. You know how tough I am? Yeah. Because I'm. Did she do your eyelids? Yeah, she oh. did all over my eyelids. It's such thin skin though, there as well. So maybe it's extra sensitive, but I'm not just doing this because we're She's on not it. faking it for I'm the podcast. I'm actually not faking it because it, it really does look great. I've seen a friend do it in LA maybe a year ago, but she got a whole face and I was like, we're out having coffee. And it's like, oh Whoa. no. Just have to rock it, hey. Just have to own oh, it. But it was the first time I'd seen it, and then when I saw, I've seen Faye do it like a few times on people, and like her results are pretty epic. And I, I for sure wouldn't try it. I didn't rock it for two days. I was just like, I cannot Yours leave the house. Like, it looked fucked, and like she even did these like cat ears, yeah. like up on top of my eyebrows. I was like, you're literally taking the piss here. Like I don't need to look like a cat. It looks really good. And Minnie would kept looking at me like, what is doing, Mum? Like trying to pick off the scabs, and I just. I literally was trying to figure out how to get her to and from daycare because I didn't want to be seen there. Should we get into shit and shine? What's your shit and shine? Okay. I'm not I, sure what mine is. Okay. This is funny. You're going to love this. So my shit of the week, and it's a very, it's quite a triggering shit, but we went out on the weekend. We did like the typical on your way home, go by Macca's, go through drive through You have to do that and get, and I was like, I'm craving my cheeseburger. We'll also get nuggets. And we get home they didn't include the sweet and sour sauce oh. for the chicken nuggets. No. Rattled. But they actually didn't include the ketchup either and I'm, I'm pretty, I'm still dirty about it because I had to use my, my ketchup that I have in my fridge and it's, it's that healthy, it's a healthy ketchup that I got from the health food shop and when you're a bit pissed on a Saturday night and it's 9pm oh. and you want your fucking nuggets, you want that ketchup, you want that thick sugary ketchup from Macca's and I need about four sachets of them with my six-pack. I pretty much couldn't even eat them. It's illegal to eat nuggets without absolutely drowning it in sauce. So that was pretty rattling. I should have learned my lesson because I have this other story that happened in Ibiza, also rattling. I was in my, well, I still am in my health phase era at the moment and I was, I was, yeah, (laughs) and I was out running errands one day and I, I'm so hungry. I've already trained today, so I'm feeling really good. But I saw the golden arches Uh-oh. in the distance and I was like, oh. Then you start playing over in your mind like it's the same as just eating anything else. Like it's fine. And you start trying on like if I don't eat now and I go to the car wash and I do this and I run the errands and I do grocery shop, I'm going to be starving. I can do this on the road. So I drive past and it was like, do I go? Do I not go? Do oh, I no. go? Do I not go? And then I went past the Macca's drive through. And it was at least like a 45-minute way. And I was like, nah, I'm not doing it. Okay, just keep going past. I had to go to a money changer or something. It was up the That's street. That's a sign. Drove past, got halfway up the street, wigged out, turned around, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go back and I'm going to line up in the Mac- minute Macca's drive through Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Let's just do 
a cheeseburger will not hurt me. Like it, it's not. It's just gonna like feel the little the little belly and it'll I'll help. Be fine. Is it'll it helping help. or harming? It's gonna help. Yeah, exactly. So I line up for forty five minutes. It was a classic. Get to the window. Don't speak Spanish. It's quite difficult to order from the drive through. And I was like, I'll get a cheeseburger meal. Fuck it, I'll get the nuggets as well. And then I was like, actually, no, 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 don't worry about the chicken nuggets. I don't need the chicken nuggets. Actually throw in a 10-pack. Okay, so I go get go through, get my shit, pay for it. The McDonald's in Ibiza, it's a really difficult one because there's like you literally can't get into the car park because there's no car park. The drive through is like a one-way situation. Once you come out of the drive through it's impossible to get back into the drive through and there's no parking anywhere else in the street. So I've driven out driven down the street, get to the roundabout on my way, just like frothing to open up and eat these, anything that was in this bag, open the bag. Saw this like McChicken box in in front of me and I'm like, oh my God. Uh-oh. Wasn't just a McChicken burger that they only gave me. Oh. It was a barbecue McChicken burger and I hate barbecue oh. sauce. No cheeseburger. <laughs> Fuck off. No nuggets. Rattled. Just a barbecue chicken burger. And I was already so far gone that there was no way I could turn around and go back. And I'm not going to sit in the drive through for 45 minutes. So I had, I just couldn't. Shut and then, so I, you would have thought that I would have learned my lesson to always check the bag. So key take in here, everybody, if you're going to get takeaway from McDonald's, it's a really crucial part of the step to check the bag before you leave the counter because it, I've been double dumped lately Uh-oh. by the by the checkout people there and it's rattling when you get home. I feel also as what? sorry for that other person that was probably really hungover and frothing for their barbecue chicken burger that got a fucking... No, nah, I reckon they just got confused by my like chopping and changing of the order at the window when I was like, nuggets, chicken nuggets. Oh, no, no, chicken nuggets. Like, Oh, stop it. They missed the... I don't know, but... Yeah, so that was my, that was just a little story for you, but a Macca story because we love the theme of Maccas. Have you got any Macca stories lately? Yeah, um, and I'm a friend of Macca's. Like I love McDonald's, so I hate to throw them under the bus like this, but on my recent road trip home with Hannah, yeah, we got our Macca's back and classic example, as soon as you get it from the chick at the checkout, you need to check, you need to count how many fries are in your fucking fry box because we got ours back to the car, open up our baggie, and, like, I'm talking half-tired on this <laughs> on this chip packet, like, proper low-tired, not even a bit full, like, properly half. It was, like, in a large fries thing, and there was definitely the amount that a, a fucking mini would get in a Happy Meal kind of vibe. Adeline. It was heavy. I was like, this is illegal. Yeah. Like, I, you should definitely be fired. <laughs> I think I got a little distracted because remember when I was at the window, I'm like, oh, my God, 10 out of 10, these chips are so hot. Oh, remember? Bro, you that? get so And she excited. was like, yeah, they've just come out of the oven. I'm like, thank you. We must be your favourite customers. Like those Milo McFlurries oh, and oh, oh, oh. And, and we I can't forget the… and an Oreo. We can't forget the what drink would you like? Oil. I better get a water. <laughs> <laughs> Better save on the extra <laughs> calories. Like, why stop now? No, no, mine is I always get a Diet Coke. I'm like, why the fuck am I getting a Diet, like, or a Coke Zero and I'm <laughs> getting all this other shit? Burger, 20 nuggets, five large fries, Oreo McFlurry, Milo McFlurry, vanilla sundae, but get the water. You're and get water. the water. <laughs> Lost it. I've oh. lost my voice too, by the way, guys, so that's that's. I gross. want Maccas immediately, right? Same. Now. I think we'll have to do a drive through run. Okay, I want your shit of the week then. 
I've got like a rock stuck in my eye and I'm losing my voice and like I've just got a few events and live things coming up where I need to be using my voice and I'm a bit rattled about that. My shine would probably be just like I'm home, Minnie's in an epic routine now, you've come home, we've got like a good week ahead of shit on and I'm just so happy to be in a bit of a routine. My shine of the week is very similar, I think. Being home is just epic. <laughs> Sorry. You good, sis? Yeah, I'm good. Um, Bang! <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> if you okay. scare someone with the hiccups, doesn't wow. it go away? You just, that was, that that was, was scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like being back home together, hey. Just get screamed at in my face. Stink. At least you yelled in my face and you coffee in my face. That will come later. I'm in getting. The air. I think I'm like. Yes, yeah, stay awake. over there. Yeah, being home. Um, but the rest of my shine of the week is, and I think that you guys all will have seen us on our stories the other day about talking about our new merch, which is really, really exciting. It's coming soon. I think we have another exciting collaboration that's coming out oh. at the beginning of November. So you have to wait for that. And then we have like our first new drop of merch will be end of November. Then we'll have something to you for December. Like we're, we're rolling this out. We've been working on it. Still can't agree on one dot, like comes down to like the buttons on the shirt. We can't even agree on. Anything that one of us say the other's like, yeah, no, I don't reckon, hey. It's heavy. I think it's actually getting way worse. We used to mm. agree on more, much more things. And now it's like... Even when we got all the new merch the other day, we're in there and Ellie's like, yeah, nah, not feeling that. Hey, I'm like, wow. No, 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 that's or like, a lie. Or like there's one I thing really that you're like, I it. love this. And I'm like, well, cool, thanks, because it is your merch. No, I loved a lot of that. Okay, that's nice. Loved, like obsessed. I will not be taking that pink tracksuit off. Like I yeah. hate pink and that thing's fucking the best thing I've yeah. ever seen. So we've been working really hard on all that merch and we've we've got like a really cute little team behind us that's helping with us. Yeah, so that's really exciting. As you know, I'm like a business freak, so I love anything to do with this. I've got heaps of exciting stuff happening for Fish and like Paul's merch as well that I do and just like new little projects like are coming into fruition and I I was in a pretty shitty place before I had my little break down. <laughs> but I'm pretty good at the moment, which is nice. Um, Chloe just loves being a busy, busy boy and working all these projects. So you feeling you feeling better now? I'm feeling motivated. Yeah, really motivated and fresh and clear, clear minded. And with the collab that's coming out that Chloe just mentioned, that it's like perfect Christmas presents. So if you're look, if you're thinking about starting to think about what to get your mom or your sisters for Chrissy, seriously wait until these drop. Eighth of eighth of November. Eighth of November. We've got the Mark, sickest the Chrissy diaries. presents. Like, think um, Secret Santas and stuff, like the perfect prezies. Yep. The Touch Your Tits tease. Thank you so much, everyone, again, for getting behind them. And I know everyone was so excited to put their orders in, but if you did actually get around to reading the description of the product, it did say that these are actually made to order. So we actually weren't able to, we didn't have them sitting in the warehouse ready to go. So basically we wanted to make as much money for the National Breast Cancer Foundation as we possibly could. And the only way that we could do that was have the number of T-shirts that were available to purchase open-ended. So you guys could just absolutely go to town on it and we could release as many as we possibly can. They will be shipped or they'll be air freighted to us at the end of October. Really sorry, we know October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but you'll be wearing them in November. We literally raised, what, nearly 
$29,000 to donate to that foundation. So that was all because of you guys. So that's super special. I'm so grateful for everyone that our community. Yeah, me too. Thanks, guys. We love you. We love you guys. Give us an update on your Panchakrama <laughs> retreat and no booze for like four months and all that. It's been going on. How do you say that word? Panchakarma. Panchakarma. Yeah. I haven't not drunk for four months. Your story stretching again. <laughs> but I'll take that. Yeah, I actually did like this full voice recording of, of it all, but it just was like a little bit too weird. I was just waffling on for an hour and we decided not to release that as an episode. So for, I decided that I wasn't going to drink from the 1st of September. I feel like where I was at, you guys heard me before I had my break. I was basically a shell of a human. So I thought that I wanted to commit to this sober September. So I landed in New York on the 1st of September when Paul had um, a big show at Brooklyn Mirage. And that was a you five hour. You amazing there too, by the oh, way. I was wearing the that Darlene Shine fucking outfit. fucking sick coat. <gasps> I lost it that nah. night. Yeah. With that big denim thing? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, it's very sad. That was sick. I'd never seen you look I so know, cool, bro. I, I was know. like, Chloe, got, who got left in the you? green room and someone stole it. Rattled. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So RIP to that. If anyone's so in New York like and sees anyone Rihanna. with that. Rihanna. I reckon Rihanna went and stole it. So that was a five-hour show and I did that completely sober, which was very interesting. Do you find at these shows you've been running on adrenaline because they've genuinely been such big and good fun shows? Or Yeah, I do feel like that. You, you definitely realise how annoying we are when we're oh. drunk. It's put into perspective what we turn into when we drink alcohol and it's, it's gross. really... It's an eye-opening experience. Is it off-putting? <laughs> I mean, people come up to you and they're like, man! And then you're like, yeah, like, I don't know, they'll try and make you have a drink or, you know, yeah, I'm not drinking. And then they're like, whoa, so sorry. I must be so annoying. And I'm like, yeah, yes, just a little. But it's fine. Or they're like, why? Why aren't you? Like it's a yeah, foreign fucking thing. There's a few people in our in our friendship circle that actually don't drink. So it's like not as like weird. And I feel like it's, I find it way harder not drinking in Oz than overseas because yeah. people don't really give a shit overseas, really. It was pretty easy to do it while I was there. And then the Ibiza closings were pretty... Yeah, you just get tired because, like, obviously he plays it from 3 a.m. till 6 a.m. and that's just, like, quite long. So you're just, like, yeah, I was drinking coffee and monster energy. Fuck. But it it was fine. Like, I I was so proud of myself. And after, you just wake up the next morning, you're like, I'm sweet. Mental clarity. I was, like, happy. I was, like, because we've been meditating still. Like, I just felt like I was in such a good headspace and I was really excited to go on to our honeymoon fresh and like healthy and my dives was really beautiful three yeah. and a half years later finally went on your finally honeymoon. went on our honeymoon but it rained the whole time it was so heavy I've always gone to places in monsoonal weather and always like yeah yeah it says thunderstorms the whole time but Paul and I played so many games of uno so many games of monopoly deal so- no tv in the room no TV no in the room. No TV in the room. Wow. Um, were you watching movies on your laptop? Or were we you just... watched one movie. Actually, good movie, The Mother on Netflix. The Mother, I never really heard of Really liked that. Watched all of those, like, the Blue Zone documentaries, which we're actually going to speak to someone about that. So interested in longevity. We did some weird shit on that honeymoon. We would just, we would just have cabin fever because it was just raining. Yeah, every now and then it would, like, the sun would come out and we'd, like, race out and go for bike rides. The food on the island was 10 out of 10. And I was like singing for a drink because I was only going to do September sober. 
And we got there and I'm like, can't wait for a glass of wine. And then Paul's like, no, I don't want to drink. I'm like, well, I'm not going to drink by myself. Like I'm all about drinking with people and like it's like about the social thing and like it's it's like a nice thing to do together. And he's like, I'll get one, I'll have a sip. I'm like, no, well, we might as well just like punch this one through and just not do it. If you're not going to drink, I'm not going to drink. So then we went got to Bali and... It's illegal to yeah. not have a bintang when you're watching the sunset in 100%. Bali. Hundred percent, bintang in hand, oh. feet in the it's sand. It's like emotional. Oh, I can't wait to get to Bali. I know. So yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind of a few months for me, and we, like I said, we haven't spoken on the podcast for ages. So it mm. feels good to just good little catch up. Good. Sorry, guys, I literally haven't shut the fuck up. So yeah, shut I, the I'd fuck like up. to know. No, I'm interested. I want to know about, because the last time we spoke to you and I, well, we spoke one-on-one was the Chumpy episode for Chump's birthday and you were going down to Eden to visit mm. his family. Yeah, so last time we were together, I then went off to see mum in Greece. Yes. We had such a fun time, me, mum and Minnie in Greece. Have we? We've spoken about that shit on the podcast. I can't no, remember. No, no. Yeah, it was just like mini bloody running amok in Greece, chasing all the cats. There's just cats galore. <laughs> she was just hunting them and it was honestly just hilarious. And like surprisingly, she didn't get attacked by any cats because I wasn't like overly crazy cautious about like, you know, protecting cats from her and her from the cats. Mum and I were eating, so, well, we were all eating so much yummy Greek food. That shit's amazing. I got really into lamb. Yum. And then the Greek wine, mum was just, mum's in her element when she's in Greece, like always dressing like this Greek goddess. This, she gets the European men's coming up to her. One came up and was basically like could barely talk. He was like, you are so breathtaking. Oh, my God. Like the dudes just love her over there. It's so cute. And she's just like, oh, my God, isn't everyone just so nice? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just in her element. Minnie just started talking so much more over there. Cool seeing her speech come out over there. She got really into Pringles one time when we were on a boat. I was just trying to shut her up because, oh, mum was feeling boat sick. I could feel myself feeling boat sick. We were going to another island and I was like something to distract her. So I gave her a bucket of Pringles and she was walking around the boat, getting Pringles out and feeding all the passengers Pringles. It was such a lull and I was like, I've got to bank this story because like, what the hell? You could see people being like, yuck, I don't want to take like Pringles off this baby and eat them, but they were because she was just so frothing. <laughs> Maybe she's going to be a waitress or a host, yeah, hostess or something. Leaving, mum was cute, Minnie was devo. And I was just like, mum, we've had the best time. I'm so sad to leave you. Love you so much. Trying to give her a big hug and my mum's just hilarious. She just doesn't care about that fluffy shit. She just goes, ah, life goes on. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, catch ya. And then we say goodbye. And Minnie, Minnie and I get on our journey home. Spent like ages in Australia but not actually home home. We flew into Sydney. We didn't actually come home to our house on the Gold Coast because we went down to Eden to see Chumpy's family, hang out there for his birthday, which was beautiful and so nice to all be together and stuff, you know, looking after each other, emotional, surrounding Chump's birthday, but good to catch up. And then I was like, shit, I'm just like so not in a good headspace. I just cannot be fucked to drive all the way home. 16 Mm. hours from Eden, where Chump's family live, all the way to the Gold Coast. So I was like, I'll stop back in Sydney, hang at my friend's house there and just like ended up going into this big slump where Minnie was just a terror, teething, wouldn't get off me 
she was emotional, I was emotional. We were just both not coping for a while there and thank God we had our really close friends like looking after us and I was like, I kept every day, I was like, I'll drive home tomorrow, I'll drive home tomorrow and I just could not manage to get to, to do it. Anyway, we finally got ourselves home and it's just been the best. As soon as we walked in, just so happy to be home. Mm. It's never been so fucking frothing and just makes you just realise how good the simple things are. Like, obviously, travelling's so blessed, so lucky, so incredibly spoilt to be able to do that. But fuck, I think travelling with a kid and just sometimes the non-stop go, go, go just mm-hmm. really, really caught up on us. And I just feel like such a sport brat. Maybe, um, maybe that's not relatable at all because, like, that was our choice and that was us doing that is very privileged but fuck, man, home is where the heart is sometimes, hey. Do you, mm. Are you finding that being home right now? Isn't it yeah, good? Yeah, I'm loving being home. Yeah. Stay I'm all about routine and, and that sort of stuff. So for me, when I'm in, like, one place, like, it's really nice to be able to yeah. get into, like, go to do yoga and go for walks and all that yeah. sort of stuff outside of work. So I, for me, I love it here. Like, this is home home. hundred um, percent. And if you're starting to feel a bit fucked emotionally... It's better to do it at home. Like when I have that when I'm overseas or not in my house, I don't Mm. feel like any, like I don't feel held or like helped or like grounded maybe. Mm. And I just feel like I can do that shit here and I can get through and like so fucking nice. Oh, I just feel like such a kook for saying this and so spoilt. But what I have finally realised and it's taken me till mini to turn basically fucking two is that, yeah, these, these holidays, these family holidays with a little tot that runs around and is super, she demands a lot, obviously. I'm thinking, easy holidays. I mean, I sound so dumb saying this. I finally realised. Easy holidays that aren't too far away. Bali, six hours. That's even a stretch for a lot of mums, but I think for me that's the quickest trip. Fiji, how many hours is that? Three, four? Epic. I'm going to do that. How far is Japan? Can we stretch it to Japan? How far is that? Seven. Seven, eight. That feels like a breeze. Europe, 47,000 hours. I can't do it again until she's like six, hey. <laughs> well, wait for me to get to like April next year and, and book Europe again. Yeah, like, I'm just like go just back on my word. Going, yeah, okay. The main thing today that we would like to focus this episode on, which is a bit weird because it's like the back end of the app, but Minnie Moo turns two. It's Minnie actually Moo her gets birthday some air time. today. Happy birthday, Minnie. Hello, happy birthday, Minnie, too. Yes, I'm going to yank her out of daycare today. She's not going to go, obviously. She's learned how to say two. Say, how old are you? She goes, two. I say, Minnie, what's your name? She goes, two. How old are you? Two. Where'd she learn that? What? No other numbers, but yeah. two. Yeah, she loves two. Just two. Yeah. Just two. And, and ocean. She yeah, she says the ocean. Word ocean. Ocean. She loves saying dad. Yeah. Cat. She's say, look, she's saying heaps of words. Yeah. Yeah, she actually doesn't shut up. I'm so, su- like, it's really surprising. Well, it's not surprising, but you really notice how much how much change there is in such a short period of time. And I, one thing that I did have down to say is like you, you can't take any of the moments for granted because you literally blink and she's like exactly what it is. She's two. Like I saw her 
a month or two ago and she's already progressed so much and it's like you never get that time back and it just sucks. Like she's fully pretty much talking and like not like making any sense but yapping away at like random shit and she was not doing that when I saw her last and it's crazy that you just, it just happens so fast. Every time we're talking on FaceTime or text like on our group thing with you, me and Fish, you know, you guys are always like, how's Minnie, what's happening? And I'm like, oh, you just like, she's a whole different person. And they're like, shut up, you say that every day. And I'm like, no, 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 seriously, wait till you see her. And you finally come home and you're like, why is she 13? She's almost as tall as me. <laughs> why is she like about to get braces and go to uni? Like <laughs> she literally seems so tall, so chatty, such a big person. Yeah. Waltzes into kindy and just thinks she owns the joint. But actually at the moment she's crying her head off and not wanting to go at the same time. Bit of that, bit of that's going on. Well, I guess we just got back from being away for two months. So, I mean, her first week back was last week and she's like, fuck off, I'm not going to kindy. Like, you know, so she's extra clingy at the moment. But I think think it just gets better and better each day and then she'll just be running in there. Yeah, so two, I think we're going to go have a beach day. For her second birthday, actually, Faye just got some horses. So I'm thinking she might bring the horses oh. down to the beach. We might have a bit of a pony club situation, which could be really My cute. Have I told you that? Pony. Miniature pony party stop. That's so cute. I wanted to buy her a cat for her birthday. Are you going to keep it at your house? <laughs> I'm thinking if we get a cat, it's just going to live at yours. It's going to be a fish stray. Will just love that. It'll just be a stray cat that fends for itself. I even found one. It was like a cute Shut little up. rag doll. I'm not yeah. getting it for her because I thought that's probably illegal. I feel like no one, not many people like cats. I, I do like cats. I have owned cats, but I don't want a cat. I wouldn't do that to Rumbledore. She's already sharing her, her whole life with Minnie. She doesn't need a dilute. Minnie's so kind to Rummy though. Minnie and Rummy are literally obsessed with each other. That's good. Minnie's probably a bit more obsessed with Rummy than Rummy is <laughs> obsessed with Minnie. The other day, how we were in Minnie's room and you had the picture of Chumpy oh, and Rummy yeah, cuddling. Was... Oh, that's right. Chumpy was cuddling Rummy in the photo and Minnie kept pointing and saying, cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. Oh. And then you're like, who's that? She's like, Daddy. Bye, Daddy. Good and night, Daddy. She like kisses, picks up the picture oh, and kisses so it. It's... And she's like, bye, bye, Daddy. Nine, nine, Daddy. Bye, bye, Rummy. Yeah, I wonder if she's like that she word how she's becoming more associated with... I mean, she calls me dad as well yeah. sometimes. Yeah. She, <laughs> she calls Paul mum. She she's calls, a little confused. She calls everyone dad and everyone mum. I mean, like, she doesn't really know. But when she gets it right and it's chumpy and she points to it and says, it's dad, the, I'm like, I'm dying. I'm yeah, like, it's oh, the cutest so thing cute. ever. I know. She's looking more and more and more like him. It was so nice to have Minnie move down, hanging with Chump's family and them having some time too. They just love her. Yeah, my bro and Jules, his girlfriend, had her while we went out the other night too and yeah. Yeah, she's a little angel. So Kind of, yeah. There's a few questions that Carly had down about Minnie and she wanted us to answer them. We've actually asked a few of our people to answer them as well. So I think we've got your mum, we've got Paul... Your bro. Yeah. Who is she and what do you love most about her? Okay. I am starting to see a lot of me in her, weirdly. I always just thrived on seeing Chump in her and I was like, just be Chump, don't be me. But now that I'm seeing me in her, it's actually this really cute thing. Like I hear other mums say that and I was never like, 
you know, I just loved that she was so him. But now I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so weird that you're, like, actually really mine. Mm. How funny was it the other day, actually, I sent Chloe and Fish a photo of Minnie and you go, is it weird that I see me in her? <laughs> I saw me in her eyes for a second. I think Literally. it's just the brunette eyes. No, she. it's weird because she kind of looks like you as a baby. And, like, yeah. we, it's so weird. Obviously, she's not. But, like, it's just so cute. It's so cute how we just want to see us in her. Like, I mean, I don't want to see me. There was just this one specific photo that I'm like, fuck, I can see that, those eyes. A little bit, so little bit of a brunette. I mean, a bloody firecracker. And I love that she's just so her, like so her own person. Yeah. So like got a robust personality <laughs> and she's quite confident. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't change. Like pe- people say to me like, oh, like she's not shy, is she? And... I'm like, oh, shit, I hope she doesn't go through, you know, when, yeah, well, all kids go through a shy stage, whether yeah. it's kid or teenager or whatever, like, we all do that. But yeah, I really hope she just stays, like, so strong like that. I She's really... going to have your personality. Well, she has your personality, so. Yeah, but I could definitely be really shy growing up and stuff through school, I reckon. I don't know. I hope she, I hope she is just so sure of herself. She'll be what she'll be, but I love that about her. She's obsessed with bedtime now. Like, she actually hangs out for it and tells me when she wants to go. So usually she goes down at six-ish. But say if I've, I've been busy cooking or, like, we haven't got around to bathing yet, she'll literally start saying bed or nay-nay or bottle, bottle, bottle and, like, begging for bed. And I, I am just loving this for me. So sometimes we don't even have time to bloody read a book because she's just like, bed, bed. And so, like, you guys were here last night and, like, I put her in her bed and she just grabs the bottle and just, like, she just she just can't wait to get that head on the pillow. And I relatable. I, I agree. I love bed too. And I close the door and I start walking down the hallway and she starts going, bye-bye, bye-bye. And I can just hear her yelling bye-bye until I reply. And then I go, Bye, Minnie. Good night. And she's like, and she's satisfied with that. And then she stops. It's so cute. She Aww. yells, yells it as I'm walking down the stairs. Aww. I can't deal. And then in the morning when I wake up, we come down the stairs. Two things she starts saying. One's a bit fucked. She starts going, TV, TV. And I'm oh, like, shit. Heavy. She wants to watch the TV straight away, which is bad. I'm going to get probably judged. But then the other thing she starts saying is, nummy, nummy, like she wants food. She starts doing circles around the kitchen island going, nummy, nummy, wanting her breakfast. She's very demanding she like that. She knows what she wants. Yeah, she loves her food like me. That's very relatable. Food and bed and TV, shit. She's obviously obsessed with bubbles. That's definitely who she Loves is. Loves bubble. She's surrounded. She's the bubble girl. Bubbles bubble and girl. Cats. Adventure. Loves to go anywhere but where she's meant to be. Yeah. Ocean lover, ice cream addict. Anything to do with ice cream you can bribe her with. Yeah. We did that chocolate game again last night and after Elodie proceeded to, because we're like, you know, wait, wait, don't eat it, Minnie, don't eat it. And then after Elodie goes, yeah, yeah, that was her worming chocolate. That's one way to get the worming chocolate down. <laughs> the poor kid is getting tricked. Oh, that worming chocolate, that's the first time I've ever had it actually. That tastes pretty good. <laughs> tastes like normal chocolate. So good. But I said she's like, I think she's a yes and a no girl. She's mm. very much... She's quite a no girl, but we, we've decided that we love that about her because she knows what she wants and she says she can definitely, she's not afraid to say, no, I do not want that. Yeah. And so she's got a really sweet little personality, but I think more than ever she is, 
shown me a love that I just never knew existed. And I love seeing her like eyes light up when she sees me and her arms go out. Like when oh I haven't seen God. her in ages, like that's seriously just so like cute. the best feeling in the world. And like when you when I cuddle her these days, she like pats me on the back and she's like, pat, 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 pat. And I'm like, oh, you're just so cute. But um, Condescending back pat. I know. I we do we, so we do it together. So like I'll pat her back and she pats my back. But yeah, she's so cute. You, I think you kind of started to touch on it, but like what are your hopes for her future? And like is there a message that you'd want to tell her in 15 years' time? In 15 years' time, what I want her to know is just don't compare yourself to other people and be so okay with being your own person. Like you don't need to be what anyone wants you to be. Yeah, I was thinking very similar yeah. along those lines. I it's was hard. Like the world is your oyster and she's got... I feel like more than any other person I know, like she has the biggest tribe and the biggest support network behind her and that like obviously Chumpy would be so proud. He's up there just like cheering at her, just going, go Minnie, go Minnie and like they chat and I'm sure that he'll be letting her know that he's her number one supporter and I'm just, I'm so excited to see her blossom into like a little girl and then a teenager and... I mean, I can't even imagine the thought of her being an adult. That's weird. I look at her in like her little dresses going to, I don't know, daycare or whatever, and I can just, I I have these visions of when she's like in year six in her like Mm. actual school uniform dress and like her little tanned (laughs) legs. Like, I don't know, I'm just, I can just picture what she'll look like. I can't picture the face though, but I'm just, it's just so, it's so weird that that's, fuck, not even that far away, like six years or eight yeah. years. I just like, it's just crazy how fucking fast it goes. Two. Two, I cannot believe it. Two. Like what has happened in the last two years, seriously? It just went like that. I know, it's crazy. But in some ways went really long, hey? I kind of broke an arm when she was born, remember? Like Fully, that feels like it was yesterday. Her. Shit. Crazy. It's just so wild that. Like, it's been three years since Trump passed, three years that you've been, well, you've been doing IVF for that long. Mm-hmm. We were pregnant at the same time, assumed that we'd both be bringing up kids. Like, you, mm-hmm. we assume you'd have a two-year-old too right now. Yeah. It's so crazy. And I, I, when I'm talking about Minnie right now and I'm saying all these milestones and these funny things she's doing and I'm, I'm often saying it to you like this is a shared experience, like you're also her mum and we're mm. co-parents, but I also know that it also is 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 semi-like that for you, but at the same time you're like, hey, man, she's not my kid. Like I want my own fucking kid. Like, no. and, and I feel and nah. I feel and I'm not forgetting that for you. Nah. I mean, I feel I'm like pretty desensitised to the whole thing anymore these days. It's mm. not like, I mean, he's like a different, um, in a different category for me. She's <laughs> a different kettle. Yeah. Of fish. Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, it makes me Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm just as excited as you are that she's two. I just, That's like, can't so believe. Cute. Like, I literally don't know what I've done in the last two years now that I think of it. I'm like, where has that well, gone? You've done so much and you've so been much, through so like, much. So much, but, like, it's just, like, blink of an eye, like, where has yeah. that time gone? And, like, just in general, I will, I could never be more grateful or thankful for everything that you and Fish do for Minnie. Like you literally, I don't know how I'll do it without you. I literally see you as like her parents, her mum and dad as well. Like that's how literally I see it. But I know how much that must hurt you because 
you love her so much, but at the same time, you, you're like, we basically have a kid, but we don't, but we don't really, and like we want one so badly because we see mode. you guys know how obsessed you are with her, and especially when you watch fish with her, you're like, he's so cute with her, and he treats her like his own when they're together. <laughs> that it's equally just so fucking heartbreaking that, like, you both want that so badly. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It'll happen. It will it's happen. Good. I'm thinking a birthday cake. Are we okay. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> last year we did that but birthday cake. It was so cute. That person made it for us and had all her nicknames on it. So it had, like, Minicello, Mintang, um, Miniature, Minute steak. Ministry of Sound. Ministry of Sound. St. Vincent de Paul. <laughs> admin. Prime Minister. <laughs> um, fuck, it had so many. Like Minnesota. <laughs> Minneapolis. Is growing up that confused, hey? Like she doesn't, I don't know. I'm surprised <laughs> she knows her name. She actually does say her name. Yeah, she says Mimi. Mimi, but. Last year that cake was so cute. This oh, yeah. year I was thinking of getting a cake with with words on it as well, but more like the words that she loves saying. So cat, bubbles, Shrek. She loves saying Shrek. She loves saying the word two. Like just like because it's fun looking back at the pictures of her with her cakes and then lolling at the words on the cakes. Like when she's 15, we'll be looking back at her two-year-old birthday cake going, lol, just like her favourite words at the yeah. time. So I thought that could be cute. Yeah. Let's hear for, from a few of Minnie's favourite people. So we've got Mum here. Here's Mum's little two bobs worth. Minnie's taught me to laugh again and to really appreciate the simple important and important things in life. I love the fact that she has her father's beautiful soft brown eyes. I love her inquisitiveness and her unbridled willingness to explore. She's a ray of sunshine. I hope that she builds a strong resilience. Life is not always fair, but if she meets all challenges and setbacks as an opportunity to learn and to turn into the positive and to go that little bit further and to grow. To learn that most lights in life don't matter. Concentrate on the things of value. Now, Miss Minnie, you've brought the smile back into our faces. It feels like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, darling. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm also crying, but I'm laughing because it's the turning of the page for <laughs> me. But it's also the... That's the sweetest little message ever. That was a lot of thought went into that. I know. She's so beautiful. She was in Athens when I asked her and, like, I think she really liked the task and was, like, must have been a bit, bit not on that day and was, like, fucking... <laughs> she wrote it all down and recorded it and I just want to literally cry. And she said, it's been years since we've smiled. Like, yeah, mum has me. fucking been through a bit in her life and, like, she has, like, been just, like down yeah, she's forever been now. It. And she's, I see mum and Minnie together and they're so smiley and happy and mum, mum is a different person these days. When Elle was away on the last weekend, Kaz had Minnie and I sort of like tag teamed a few times and when we were out at the shop, she's like, yeah, 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 is it yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah. that's what she calls Karen. She was so excited to get home. I was like, it's fine. Like, I'm bringing you home to her. Don't worry. <gasps> yeah, 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 That's yeah. so cute. She's, I don't know if we mentioned it. She's also started doing this thing. It's so, it was so cute. I was at the grocery store 
grocery shopping together, Minnie and I, and she it was in the trolley and I was pushing it and she's going, cuddle, cuddle. Oh, yeah. So I had to basically be belly up against the trolley and she had her arms around me while I'm pushing the trolley and patting me on the back. And every time I'd go to get something off the shelf, she wouldn't let me go. And then she'd be like, cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. People were like giggling as I was walking up and down the aisles because I was that close <laughs> to the trolley with her arms around me the whole time I did the grocery shopping. It was she's in a little clingy phase, but I'm not mad about oh. it. It's that good, bro. I tell you what, I fucking flipped on her this morning because she um got my pink like it's quite red lip gloss actually oily, oily lip gloss like literally all over like one half of my white brand new fucking couch. Oh, I came downstairs and I just, she was a bit quiet and I was like, fuck, what's going on? And looked at the couch and there was just red blotches everywhere. And I just flipped and she was so rattled that I was so mad. She kept going, cuddle, cuddle. And I'm like, fuck, if you think you're getting a cuddle right now. <laughs> but Isn't oh, it funny that kids, God. when they, you know that they're up to something no good when oh, they're shit. quiet? I went upstairs what for is like that? a minute. You're being too quiet. What have you done? She's so scary. And then I I was like, fuck it. You're getting dropped to daycare like immediately because I've got a lot lot of admin now on. I've got to go and buy all this shit to clean the couch. And taking off the covers is gnarly too. I dropped her off at kindy and for the first time she just fucking ran in there. (laughs) I feel, oh, my God, I feel so guilty. Well, she made you feel how you made her feel. Yes. I needed a moment, hey. I was, like, thinking I should call some friends and see if they want to do coffee club this morning. Then I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to scream at everyone that I see today. Lucky me. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my gardener's just rocked up. One second. (laughs) And Fish has got something to say too. Uncle Fish. Ish. (laughs) Uncle Ish. Happy birthday to my number one, little mini Moo. You brought so much joy into my life, little one. I love you so much. Every time I see a little smile, it makes my day. There's nothing better than a little mini Moo hug on the couch, watching trash truck, or taking you for a ride on the bike, or hanging with you down the beach. And then the number one thing of all is you with your bubbles. Bubbles! Bubbles! <laughs> I love you so much, Minnie. I can't wait to fill your little belly up with some ice cream and put on one of my sets and watch you dance around the living room because, mate, you give me so much love and joy in my life and I think about you daily. I've never met a person quite like you. You've got more personality than most of my mates and you're only two years old. (laughs) Oh, that's why I love you. So happy birthday, Minnie Moo. I hope you have the best day ever. And your mum and Chloe spoil you rotten. I'll see you soon. Love you, sis. Noonie! Noonie! I don't think she knows how lucky she is. She gets both of us today. She has no <laughs> idea, hey. Oh, their friendship is seriously like something I've never seen before. It's Same. wild. He actually says daily, I don't think anyone understands, but she is my best friend. It's weird. And he's like, the thing I love about her most is like she doesn't know who I am. She knows nothing and she just loves me unconditionally. I'm like, oh, that's the cutest fucking thing ever. Cannot. He, every do. day when he calls me, he's like, are you with Minnie? And I'm like, no, do you want to talk to me? He's like... Not really, but I'd love to see it. <laughs> he tells me every day how it's, lucky I am that I get to spend time with her. Every day. I'm like, I know. 
oh, it's so cute. I can't actually cope with it. And like, it's pretty lol because some of his friends actually get a bit pissed off because they're like, bro, I want to fucking hang out with you. Like, I never see you. I want to hang out with you. And like, we have had a few incidences where they're like proper pissed off that he's like, I I just want to hang out with this kid. Fuck off. Yeah. And it's been a bit awkward. And I feel, I feel like, swear it's not me. I'm fine to have her like, it's, it's him. He's obsessed. I can't, like... He would, by choice, not do stuff with other people to hang out with Minnie. A hundred percent. Like, no questions asked. Like, yeah. there's not even, like, oh, I probably should go do this. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm Minnie and I today. Lol. So oh, cute. Oh, bless. Fuck. Chump sister, M and her beautiful girlfriend, Ames. Hi, Minnie. Hi, Minnie. It's Auntie M And Auntie Ames. My favourite memory with you so far has been uh, being out on the boat with you and seeing how comfortable you are in the water. We were coming back from a big day, emotional day, and I was holding you and you just did that cute thing where you snuggled right in and my heart melted. Very powerful moment for me. And um, you weren't at all phased by the rough water or all the water coming up and hitting our face. Nothing more chumpy than that. My favourite memory so far was when we were all down in Eden and we're at Chris and Sal's place and they have a shelf with a whole bunch of seashells and Minnie and I were just playing around and she picked up some of the shells and I was we were putting them to our ears and I was telling her how you can hear the ocean, to say hi to the ocean. And she picked up a little shell and she said... Hi, Daddy. And I thought that was just so beautiful. And she's just a force. She is a force. She's so sturdy and determined. Yeah. She's unbreakable. Like, she'll just go and she just has this real, like, lust for life. Like, she's like, I'm here. I'm getting out there. Don't get in my way. And if you want to come along for the ride, come along for the ride. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and her cute little husky voice is so cute. Yeah, little wicked laugh as well. Yeah. I just think she's super tenacious, she's super resilient, and she's got this beautiful, like, wild nature to her. I love that she's a bit rough. Like, she yeah. gets around on with barefoot, <laughs> and she's walking on, like, stuff that I can't walk on. Yeah. She's definitely got some toughness in her. She's a little bush rat. I can't wait to get her out of the bush. You're a bush turkey. (laughs) (laughs) After such a heavy loss that has consumed us for so long, pure and simple joy can exist again. I feel like she's really taught me and us all to really live in the moment and, like, cherish the moment. She sees all its beauty and... It just kind of reminds me to pause and look around and appreciate all the little things and focus on the beauty around us because there's so much and and it really kind of brings you back from all the shit that you might have going on in your life. Pure joy to Mm. see and that's just such a gift. My only hope for you in the future, Minnie, is that you know that your uniqueness as a human and the way you think and the way you act and... The way you express yourself is truly valuable and you don't need to change that for anyone else. 
there was a huge part of Chump that was so weird and he thought in a very different way and was so creative, obviously, but a lot of the world didn't get to see that and us that were close to him, lucky enough to be close to him, got to see that really wild and wacky side of him and I think as he got older he realised that that was truly valuable and, and really cherished in a lot of the people that he loved. So be as weird as you want, be as loud as you want and just be you because you're the best. And I love you, my little niecey weesey. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Go for it. Stay weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you, Minnie. Love you, Min. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, beautiful. Fuck, these two need their own show, eh? They're that good. Oh, that was so, so cute. Thanks, Em and Ames, for sending that in because I haven't spoken or seen Em for actually quite a while. I haven't actually met Ames, so hey, Ames. That was just so thoughtful and so special and that little bit about the shell and her saying, hi, Daddy, I Don't. was just like tears in my eyes. But, like, you guys spoke so well and sent so much beautiful shit and then here we're all like going, she likes bubbles and ice cream. I'm like, far out. We're Do we have so, anything else to say about We're so basic. Honestly, I forget everything. And then Ames is talking about the shells and that and I'm like, oh, my God, that was the cutest moment ever. Seriously, you guys need your own podcast. There's your yeah. first episode. Yeah, so, so cute. Bless. I feel like Minnie's also got so much of M in her. There's, like, some photos of M when she's a baby and they literally look the same. Also, just absolute lolling about when people describe Minnie and they, they use words like sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's, it's so true. She's such, like, a plank of wood. Like, she's just, like... This fucking little rock. She's like a wombat. So cute. But she's God, like a, it honestly, it just proves how many, how much happiness she's brought into so many people's lives. Like even just from those three voice notes, stop. it's like a world of happiness. And we love you so much, <sighs> Minnie Moo. You don't think you really understand. She doesn't get it. She hey. doesn't get it She yet. doesn't get she it. I also day. don't want it to affect her ego and turn her into this thing. Everyone loves me, like that that kind of vibe. Like I want yeah, her to stay the it, fuck on the ground. We keep it pretty chill. I keep her on the us. ground. <laughs> I'm just reading like me, Fish and Chloe have this group text and um, – Oh, we were talking about how she was having a bit of a blue with a ki- with another kid and then Chloe's like, yeah, she isn't the best sharer. She bulldozed a few kids today and Fish goes, good, she's royalty. They should all bow down when they see her. <laughs> I'm like, can we fucking relax on this chat? Because she needs to be probably... Bow down probably as she walks into class. Like, just want to preface, this is obviously a joke. We don't think that, but lol. You'd want to hope that people would think that that's a joke. I know, but they might be like, bow down, bitches. Bow down, bitches, when (laughs) Minnie walks in. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yeah, bloody love everyone. Did you want to say something? I wanted to say a bit of a shout out to this beautiful chick called Rachel, who I just recently met down in Melbourne when I did this Lululemon event down there. And um, she was wearing Darling Shine merch. She came up to me and was saying how much she like adores the podcast. And I just, I find that just, I'm always just like, what? Yeah. It's weird when that happens. Anyway, she said that her birthday's like a day or two after mine and then her partner's birthday's a day or two after Chump's. And then 
me and Ch- I, I said one time in the podcast, I must honestly forgot this, but she goes, you said that your favourite other baby names for girls were Maeve and Ava and she really liked those names too. So she called her kid Maeva, added the names oh together God. and made it Maeva and I was like shook. My this school, is so that was cute. like one of our sports houses. Maeva? Yeah, Maeva. Yeah. Red. Was it Red Brother? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was unnecessary information. <laughs> no, I liked that. Um, so <laughs> it has a ring to it, the Maven name. Biggest shout out to you, Rach, and I think your friends Sarah and Corny. And the other thing she said to me, which I just thought was so cute, she's like, I really remember and I felt for you so much that time. Minnie was teething like a motherfucker when you had the in-laws around her for like three days and she was just like a menace because she's obviously got Maver and she was like, oh, it's just the worst when they're such little angels and then you put them in a position where you're like, cool, we finally get to catch up with, you know, the in-laws or whatever and they just bung it on and turn into little devils and she was just like, she felt my pain. I love it when people remember this shit and then they, I'm like, I don't even remember talking about that, you know? Mm. Dear darlings. All right, brother. Hey, Chloe and Elle, love the podcast so much. Love everything you guys do for that matter, especially Minnie and Rumbledore. I have a question that I'm sure other people have been through that I'm hoping you might be able to give some advice on. I have a friend of 19 years that I love like a sister. We are 31 years old and have always had the most loving and honest friendship. A year ago, she got into a relationship that seems very codependent. And on a lot of occasions, I have found his behavior to be quite controlling and aggressive. And she often has to hide stuff from him to avoid conflict. I've been in a similar relationship before and can notice the signs. They are now engaged and I want to be happy for them, but I can see I'm slowly starting to lose her as she's too busy or stressed or sick for me. I've tried nicely voicing some of my concerns, but because I don't want to push her away, it's not helping. She gets defensive and I don't want to upset her. I'm wondering what you guys would do in this situation. I feel like I'm losing her either way. Should I just deal with it and hope she sees the truth one day or let her go? P.S. I promise I've tried giving him the benefit of the doubt, but every time I do, he does something else to confirm it. And I've learned to trust my instincts. Hope you guys can shed some light on the situation. Keep shining. Lots of love. Shit. You know when you can see a train wreck, like, happening before your eyes, but the person in the situation is not seeing it from your point of view? I mean, I think if I was in this situation and that was you, I would be, and I'm sure you've probably already done this before, but I would be having like an intervention with you and like sitting you down seriously and being like, look, I obviously only want the best for you. You're my best mate. This is what I'm seeing. Write it down so you like don't miss anything and actually sit down with you, whether it's over a wine or over a tea or no one else around, let each other be vulnerable, get everything off each other's chest and she's going to make her own decisions and you're not going to be able to change her mind, but at least she can realistically see how you're feeling. You might be able to tell her a few different points that she might be overseeing and see from a different light. That's how I'd probably deal with it. But wouldn't expect her to change things. No, I agree. I 100% agree with that. I think when I was listening... I was under the impression that she'd kind of already done that and that maybe she felt like she'd been getting pushed away because she had voiced her concerns about the relationship. Mm. But the, the awkward thing is is that when you do start to voice your concerns about your friend's relationship and almost saying, like, you don't think he's right for, you know, your friend, 
they often, because they're so, you know, in love or whatever, mm. and they go home and they're with that person, they're getting controlled, they often push the friend away and it's mm. super awkward, the position that the friend's in. Uh, you almost have to do exactly what you said, Chloe, be like, look, I might have to distance myself from this because it's so hard to let... Yeah, like, watch you yeah, going to through watch this. this. But if you need me or if you need an out or if something, you know, is going on... Yeah. That I'm here, I'm here, but I can't sit here and watch yeah. you do this. Like, I will be here when you need me, kind of vibe. Like, you'll of course be there to pick up the fucking pieces yeah. and say, I told you so. No, you won't say that. Cause but maybe you can get some advice from like some sort of a therapist or like a helpline or something like that. Yeah. If you actually are really concerned that there's any sort of like aggression and stuff like that or abuse for sure. Because yes. there might be, we're, we're not counsellors or we're not, we don't specialise in this field, but there definitely could be a different way to approach it potentially. But I think that you're right, Elle, in saying that sit down and almost be like, okay, I know I've spoken to you before, but I can't watch this anymore. I'm going to be here for you when you need me, but in I'm genuinely worried about you. And the, the awkward thing, hey, this is so common, this as well, because I, you know, so they've just got engaged and I bet she's going to be like, can you be my bridesmaid or my maid of honour or whatever? And she's like, fuck, I don't want to be invested in this relationship. I don't believe in it. I don't believe it's going to happen. Yeah, so but it's this awkward thing of I should be there on my friend for my friend on her day and blah, blah, blah. It's like such a really, I find Because you're going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're going to be. But I oh know it's so awkward. I feel like this is so common. If anyone else who's gone through this can write in, even post on the Facebook page or something, advice... I feel like I'm not good at this stuff, but I, I just, I know this is so common. And I, I hate to think that you go and try and help, but you get you get brushed and you get pushed away. Yeah. And then she goes into a very awful controlled relationship and then she doesn't have you as backup or someone to confide in. Yeah, so maybe it's that you go onto our Facebook page, you can actually post anonymously if you've been through this before and potentially just write about your experience because... That, that Facebook page is amazing and already conversations like this already are taking place mm. um, and women on there are super helpful and super like they get involved and they share their experiences. and I love our community. So, yeah, let's maybe if you've been through this situation post for us. Well, we've just had a little Google actually and if you either call 1-800-RESPECT or Google 1-800-RESPECT, there's like online web chats, you can actually talk to someone over the phone. And if you are a little bit concerned of any sort of abuse, you can actually voice these concerns to professionals who should be able to give you some advice on how to direct the conversation or what you should do next, because we're obviously not, we don't specialize in this field and I'd hate you to take our advice and run with anything that comes out of our mouths. Yeah. If anyone has a dear darlings as well that they'd like to write in and have advice, not that it's that good of life advice, email us. It's hello at darlingshine.com and just chuck in the subject line, dear darlings. A few things to wrap up. Everyone who's supported my love, Lou, collaboration, thank you so much. I just can't believe the response and I've like been out and about and seen my sunglasses out in the wild. I was at the markets the other day and I saw two chicks separately wearing them and I literally like just could not believe it. I had to ask my friend and be like, are they wearing my fucking sunglasses? I can't believe it. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And I'm glad you guys are loving them. Oh, and there's a special colour coming out. There's another, yeah, colourway we're releasing of those glasses next week, which is freaking exciting. Also, for the Chumpy Pool and Foundation, we have... 
Not the Chumpy Gala. That's next May in Melbourne. Tickets are not released for that yet. But tickets are being released for an, the In Pieces Gala, which raises money for mental health initiatives. It's kind of in conjunction with the Chumpy Foundation and it's going to be a really fun night. It's in Sydney on the 10th of November. So if anyone wants to come and hang out at that event, please go and get tickets. We'll put, t- we'll put the link in the show notes. It's going to be so fun. And, yeah, we talked about the merch dropping. Oh, and Nat V. Yes, I wanted to touch on our Nat V collab. And, again, I've, it's really, really crazy to see everyone tagging themselves in the bodysuits, yeah. the mesh sets, the cotton sets. I think during the pre-sale Sandy, who actually owns Nat V, was saying that we were selling a bodysuit every 70 seconds, which is pretty wild. The bodysuits are seriously the comfiest things ever. I'm literally not surprised at all. Yeah. I'm obsessed with a bodysuit and I feel like a lot of women are actually wearing them, like doubling them up as like a bodysuit and a swimsuit too. Yeah. They're double line. They're super slimming. There's a small amount of bodysuits left and there's still a few more of the mesh set and the cotton set. So... Definitely jump online and, I mean, they'd be a great Christmas gift as well if you've got sisters or, you know, but we, we're obsessed with them. And, yeah, thank you again for all your support for all of our little collaborations. We, we're so excited when we launch these, so it's mm. really great to see such an amazing response from you guys as well. Yeah, it's so surreal when you see people wearing your shit. It's so weird. I know. I love it. Um, yeah, thanks so much, everyone. But, yeah, keep an eye on our socials. There'll be new merch coming soon. We, well, there's so many things on the horizon for us. Um, but thank you again for being so supportive and so patient and getting behind us. And, yeah, there's plenty more to come from this space and we're glad to be back together and in your ears each week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.